Welcome to Off the Screen. The podcast all about basketball. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hosted by two exhausted college students. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say that, definitely. <laughs> but today was exciting. Today I spent like the whole day just like attached to my phone, or at least up until 3.30 p.m. And just, you know, trade news, bro. So I was anyone attached who didn't to know, a screen. Anyone who was under a rock, today was the trade deadline. And the NBA went crazy. So we're going to get into that. We're going to start with like buyouts and stuff because that's like lesser stuff. Some transactions that haven't like finished up yet because like, you know, they're bought out. Now they're free agents or whatever and they have to sign off the waiver. And just we'll probably spend this entire episode talking about trades. I doubt we'll get into anything else. But just our thoughts about it, what happened. And then, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. So you ready for this, Mike? Sure. All right. 1 a.m. Friday. Let's go. Yeah, we're recording late as hell because um, Mike had a paper to write. It was a paper, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a term paper. 10 pages. How did it go? I, I, I'm fried, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's two 10-page papers in, like, back-to-back, basically, that I've had to write. It'd be like that. <laughs> All right, don't so, go into humanities. Which also, one do don't you... go into engineering. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't go do into college. Don't do that. Oh, uh, God. But yeah, so uh, buyouts. There's only two. No- there's two notable buyouts right yeah. now. Two important ones that, that everyone needs to keep their eye out. That's uh, Drummond and LaMarcus Aldridge. Because both yeah. of them are official now, right? Or the, the Aldridge yeah, one went they, through... They, uh, and the Drummond one went through. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so both of those are official. Uh, both centers, well, power forward centers, kind of, you know, four or five. And mold. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of teams that could scoop them right now that are, like, eligible. I don't know if it's that they're actually, like, in talks about it or if it's just that fans want it, but the Lakers are looking at Drummond. Or these Lakers fans and, uh, are looking at towards Drummond's. And, and uh, Miami is apparently LA. Uh, they want the Marcus. Yeah, they're they're like leading right now as far as talks for him. But nobody really knows what's going on with those because you know there's no like deadline that they've passed already. But the trades are set in stone for the rest of the season. So we now have the final form of like every team that we're going to be seeing going through for the rest of the season, which is great. Yep. Before we get into that, we just wanted to note that with with the trade deadline finishing, this makes it officially OKC has 34 picks over the next seven years. 17 firsts and 17 seconds, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. 50-50. That's insane. <laughs> they started the it rebuild only... last year. <laughs> I mean, Orlando's trying to join them right now. But like, right? <laughs> I don't know. This is a lot. It is insane, and they're like, still they're still a fun team to watch. Like they're not a awful team by any means. No, they're they're a fun team, and they have a lot of talent, and they have a lot of picks. And better they use those picks to leverage better players once they once uh they get up there with uh, uh SGA or whatever. Or whether or not they find this the next Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook, I picked those two because they got and or James Harden. I picked those three because they got drafted by OKC in the first place and all like, won MVPs. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing we know, like Sam Presti can draft, like like that man can draft for real. <laughs> so they got like a fuck ton of picks. They're they're looking bright going forward, and that's perfect because like. For a small market team like this, you generally want to see that they build through the draft and stuff for like good trades and everything and super well-run organization, definitely. So uh, we're going to get into the actual trades, right? Well, Unless I mean... Do you have more to say about OKC? No, we're going, we're, going, we're going straight for the trades. We're getting to the, we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah, because we got, we got almost 20 trades up here. Right. So while <laughs> we're talking about rebuilding, we might as well just start with the magic because... 
as I've been hoping they would do for the past couple weeks, maybe like a little over a month or two, the Magic actually decided to blow up their team. And I told, I, I was telling Mike on, on the pod and everything. So like, if you guys have listened to some of our older episodes, you probably heard me say it. I really wanted us to take a stab at Vucevic. Well, he moved. He did move. And it was not to Toronto, sadly. So, uh, do we want? So, we want to start with Vucevic. The yeah, Vucevic we'll, trade? we'll start with Vuce because we're talking about Orlando right now. He's the biggest name for sure. So, all right, Vuce to the Bulls. Yeah. Mike, so the deal to... was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I found it. So the Chicago Bulls receive Afaruk Aminu and Nikola Vucevic, and Orlando receives Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr. A 2021 first round uh, pick, top four protected, and a 2023 first round pick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I, Otto Porter is a decent player. I don't really know that much about Wendell Carter Jr., but I've heard his name, so I can't imagine he's that trash. Like, he, he's a young player. Wendell Carter was like, he's, he's not bad. He he's, he's came in like as a defensive guy. He's kind of injury issues, is, is, is a big thing with him. I mean, Either way, the big thing for Orlando is they have young talent and they have two first-round picks. Yeah. And while... Do I think Orlando could have gotten more for Vucevic? I guess he could have, but Vucevic is also in his, like, third, in his 30s, right? Uh, No, I believe he's, like, 28. Really? I'll double-check right I now. Little, I thought it was a little bit older. But, like... Anyways, it's great talent to put next to Zach Levine. Like, it's uh, why do I think does does this make them a contender? No, but it's just like it's another step. I, I saw your face. Yeah, which is thirty. All right. but thirty flat. That's 30. not that bad. He's like still <laughs> okay, like so that's, in not, that's not bad. Yeah. So so and Vuce is having like a amazing season. Yeah, like twenty four and a half points, eleven point eight rebounds, three point eight assists. 40.6% from three. Dude is, like, killing it. Vooch is balling. He's, he's a two-time All-Star, and honestly, you could make an argument that he deserves more than two All-Star spots because he's put up really good numbers quietly for years now. Well, he's in a bad team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, Orlando hasn't been good since White Howard left. Nope. <laughs> nope. Like, <laughs> I'm not bad with this return though. I'm not mad with this return though. If I'm if I'm the Magic because they got um they got some young guys. They got more importantly, they got uh the picks. One of which is a top four protected pick. I think if I remember correctly. Oh so, uh, yeah, the 2021. Yeah, exactly. So um, going young it fits what they were doing because the Magic was kind of in this middle ground where like they had Vucevic, they had Fournier, they had Aaron Gordon. And then they had Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz. They had they had a fuck ton of forwards. <laughs> I have no idea why. Yeah. Like they they had a really big clog at the front court, and it was like a mix of like old players and young players. Now they're fitting more of like a certain timeline where they have Markel, Jonathan Isaac. Like those guys are locked up for long term contracts. And, and you know they'll extend their contracts because everyone does does that for their rookie deals. Yeah, exactly. And well, they they already did. They gave them the Markel's extensions. already up. Yeah, Markel signed his extension oh, okay. this offseason, I think. But okay. um, yeah. So and then he tore his ACL right after. It was it was it was it was really unfortunate. But the Magic have them locked up long term. Good players to build around. Jonathan Isaac has like defensive player of the year potential, definitely. And Markel has been trending up. So hopefully everything works out with them. And these these other picks, man, they're, they're finally committing to a rebuild because they've been a consistent, like, eight seed for years yeah, now. Yeah, that's, like, the worst place to be. You don't get any good picks, but you don't get anywhere. You get a swept by, I guess, the no, Bucks no, for the last not, couple years? Not swept. They win the first oh, game. gentlemen sweep. They win game one. And then, and then, whatever team is the first seed or second seed, whatever team is facing them, will will win the next four in a row. 
that's just what happens with the magic. Like it's like been clockwork. a thing for I want to say like three, four years. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's definitely been a thing for the last two. I want to say it it went longer than that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, they needed a direction, and I'm glad that they chose one because they're not getting anywhere. Like yeah, especially like... this season, injuries and all, like that really hurt them. They weren't really competing for much this season, so if they had to break up, like as good as time as any. Like, do I think that I think they should, they could have gotten more for Vucevic, but like, it's whatever. It's a good it's a good deal. It's a good deal. Right. Hi. You name drop our our next one. I guess uh, Fournier. Yeah, Evan Fournier. <sighs> Which Evan you, Fournier. Yeah, you, you, your team, your team. So you go ahead and, and weigh in on this. Yeah. So Evan Fournier goes to Celtics. Orlando gets Jeff Teague and two second round picks. Cool. Cool. Like, Fournier is a good player. Fournier is a good player and hopefully does a lot more than uh, freaking Jeff Teague, who at this point is just like, his career is done. You know, Fournier is averaging like 23 and 4, right? (laughs) Yes. But I was just saying, it's like, of of holes in in the lineup, I wasn't really thinking of guards. I was thinking of bigs. And like, I need, like, I think the situation in Boston is, like, you need better facilitators. This is why with Smart being out for so long, like, the defense, the offense is not working as smoothly with Gordon Hayward out. Like, you don't have, like, all that, like, uh, passing going around, and you don't have that ball movement. I think that's what's really hurting the Celtics. And I don't think Evan Fournier fixes that. He does help with scoring in the second unit. And it's definitely an improvement over Jeff Teague, who wasn't really doing anything. Yeah, no. Jeff Teague has not been great for you guys at all. Aside from, like, oh, I was watching this week. I was watching you guys play Memphis. And, like, Jeff Teague seemed like mm-hmm. the only guy who could get anything done in that overtime. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's he hasn't been great for you guys. And I think Fournier is going to have more of an impact than you probably think. But you do still have that big hole in your what, team. What, what's our standing right now, Jordan? Good question. I will tell you right I'm pretty now. Sure we're, we're pretty sure we're the eighth seed. I think we're under 500 right now. If not nice. under 500, at 500. You are 21 and 23 at the eighth seed. Yep. Okay. Eh. So. Not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. You guys need a center. You guys have needed a center for two, three years now. You had Horford uh, whenever before, two years. Horford left. Yeah, and even Horford was a different type of center where he spaced the floor and he did his job really well. But it's like we never had a true center. Yeah, like I mean, we had big. Baines for a while. Baines is like... not a true center. <laughs> as a as a as somebody who has Baines, Baines is not a bad player. He's not a bad role player. He's just not. He's a not a starting. Player. He's not a starting quality center. <laughs> um, unless he's with the Suns, where apparently yeah, he's if he's with the Suns, he's fucking level. fire. Yeah, no. Suns Baines was 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 built different. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. Or, he's not what you needed. Definitely. I mean, it's not a bad trade. It's right. is like let's. I'm. It's not a bad trade. It's more like we have the largest trade exception in NBA history. Uh, Evan Fournier. Cool. Y'all went for the wrong so, Magic player. <laughs> I mean, we there's a player the next trade who was really interested in going to Boston, but was he? Orlando, yeah, that was what the rumor said. He wanted his top destination was Boston. I didn't know about that. But like, <coughs> uh, Orlando was asking for like oh, wait, Marcus no, Smart and like a couple first round picks. I did, yeah, I did know about that actually. <laughs> and um, yeah, so this player, Aaron Gordon. He goes to Denver, uh, and so the trade is uh, Denver receives Gary Clark, Aaron Gordon, yep. Orlando receives Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, 2025 first-round pick, top five pr- protection through 2027. This, like, I'm glad that 
Denver finally made like a proper move because they've been in that kind of in-between zone where they have so much depth and so many assets, but like they never pulled the trigger because their team is so well built, but they don't have enough star power to really like get them over the hump. I don't know if Aaron Gordon is that piece, but it I think it definitely adds a little bit more firepower to their starting lineup. He's still yeah, and it's also relatively young too. Aaron Gordon is a good player. It's like a there's a chance he's he just might not stay, but it's also like uh, Aaron Gordon is a great player. Yes, we know him for his dunks, but he's a he's good at at, at shooting the ball. Like yeah, he's a good player and he. Offers a lot of like a um, offensive like presence that I think you need in in a team because especially in the playoffs where Michael My, Michael Porter Jr.'s scoring is like on and off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray in the playoffs he he can bring it, but like regular season I don't know what's up with him this season. Like he's still playing good, just not a uh, fifty points a game. <laughs> good. Oh yeah, because that was gonna be sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamal Murray's kind of been like that. Like his hard kind of did it. <laughs> his regular season is pretty inconsistent usually, and he tends to start slow. But I mean, he'll pick it up. Uh, Ag's averaging what like fourteen and a half, six and a half, and like four. So he, I think he he brings a lot of athleticism to a lineup that didn't necessarily have it. Which I mean, because Jokic is. I wouldn't really describe him as like super athletic or like agile, quick, explosive. Those are all words Stro- I've yeah, never I, thought I, of. I wouldn't tie any of those to Jokic. <laughs> Jamal, <laughs> Jamal Murray's great. He's a finesse player. He's on the smaller side. I think it, I think Aaron Gordon would be a good pickup for them. And who knows? He could really improve because like he was in that situation with the Magic where like the Magic haven't been on shit. Days for years so like what's what's the motivation what's what's really going on you know so i mean ag he'll probably be solid pickup for them i'm looking forward to seeing how this works out because i kind of i'm not gonna lie like i haven't been eyeing him down so much because again like the magic kind of boring and then since all the injuries happened to them i really haven't been watching because i'm expecting like nothing from this team yeah no it's i think i think the the magic have been consistently at this point where they're competing for the ac seven seed whatever but like they always make the playoffs but to what end mm-hmm. and they weren't making moves to get above that to get to go over that hump but right. like being the perennial ace seed would you get a, a, out of that Sure, you make the playoffs every year, but you're a first round exit. Hey, the Orlando fans get hyped though. The Orlando fans get hyped as hell during the playoffs. As somebody who I mean, went to one of those games, I've yeah. never been to an Orlando game. I mean, you don't live in Florida. That's true. To be <laughs> real, I've only been to like five or six like live NBA games. Ah, okay, yeah. I've been to a couple. Um, I just went because, you know, Raptors playoff series. So I decided to go. Of course, of course. Right. But they got some more athleticism. They got um uh, he's kinda an underrated playmaker too. And I think he'll just he'll just bring some decent energy to this to this team, you know? Yeah. I so imagine Jokic throwing throwing like cross court like lobbying to Aaron Gordon for dunks. <laughs> That's just gotta be oh crazy. Lob City 2.0. That's gotta be insane. Alright, do we want to start at the beginning of the list? Cause yeah, sure. Outside yeah. of Orlando, this 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 gets confusing. Yeah, yeah. We'll just head up. So next trade, uh, Dallas receives uh, Nicolo Melli, JJ Redick. Mm-hmm. New Orleans received James Johnson, Wes Iwundo, Iwundu. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Wes. Uh, and a 2021 second round pick. I mean, Mavericks just get a they get a spot up three point shooter, one of the best ever. Yep. And they get a veteran presence. And New Orleans gets some return. 
I don't really know who these players no, are. <laughs> it's 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 more for the pick. Reddick's on an expiring contract, and he wasn't necessarily that great for them this season. You know, like yeah. he's he's been shooting. Hold up, I got I got the numbers right here. He's been shooting thirty six percent from three this year, which is it's not bad. Slightly above league league average. It, but it's like, not JJ Reddick. That man averages like forty five percent on his career or something like that. So <laughs> definitely. I mean, I think I think he's also been hurt this season. Has he? Uh, they said. Uh, they said here, uh, JJ right, right heel injury caps the immediate optimism with which this deal can be viewed. So, oh, I think it's a like recent injury. Has, yeah. And, like, it's not perfect, but it's, again, we're in a league dominated by threes. If you have a person who can go hot, like JJ Reddick can, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. And I don't... And I, I don't really think the the Mavs lose out on much on with James Johnson and Wesley Wundu. No, the Mavs the Mavs got JJ Redick for a steal, but it's a matter of I'm pretty sure it's his last year of his contract. I can double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's the last year. And then he'll like, I mean, they weren't gonna get anything back in return really with JJ Redick with the way he's been playing so far. So I guess it's a move you do if you're the Pelicans, especially because you're trying to move a little younger. But actually, the Mavs, the Mavs actually get extra cap space by getting rid of Iwundu. No, it's a it's a good move for the Mavs. Definitely, it's definitely yeah. a good move for the Mavs. But uh, for the for the Pelicans, it's kind of whatever. I guess like you, you just do it because you kind of had to. And also, just that veteran presence in the locker room. Like, I think we over we undervalue team chemistry and just like how like uh how. Just getting along with your teammates is important, right? <laughs> like, so as like a mentor, as like a, a a a glue guy in the locker room, I think that's a, that's a good spot to be in. So there's a there's intangibles there that that are really helpful. Yeah, and their guard rotation's kind of thick. <laughs> like they got <laughs> they got Bledsoe. They got they they kept Lonzo past the this trade deadline and everything so it's a little bit backed up and i i i guess i understand it also he is a free agent after the season so yeah they had to get rid of him for whatever they could get so i think this next trade was the biggest trade of the day biggest I, trade i it's it's either aaron gordon or this one unless i'm missing a Probably big name one. Because I mean, Vucevic been... was probably the biggest, or not, not, oh, not no, the right, not the yeah. biggest name, but the most productive player traded. The most productive player, yeah. But I'm saying, like, in terms of like a uh, name value, like, cat yeah, eyeballs, you know, this, name this name wise, be... this is definitely the biggest trade. Yeah, and honestly, for t- the team had this the best day. Uh, yeah, for sure, <laughs> Miami. All right, so here's what what the deal is: Houston Rockets receive Avery Bradley. Barely plays Kelly Olynyk. I think if he plays some, but not much, he a... plays. Oh, he plays. He plays. Okay, okay. A twenty twenty two first round pick, uh, pick swap. Cool. Miami receives Victor Oladipo. Yeah, the Rockets got fucking robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fact that Miami had all the leverage in this situation because Vo turned down a fuck ton of money to stay in Houston. So clearly oh, yeah. he didn't want to be there. So they just had to get back whatever they could. And they got Avery Bradley, Kelly Olinick, and a first round pick. So No, it's concludes, not even a first round pick. It's a swap. Uh, yeah, a first round pick swap, might be. And the Rockets will most likely be worse anyway. And and so they'll so they'll have a higher pick. So like the swap doesn't even fucking matter. This cool. The Rockets traded James Harden for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a couple picks. They traded away well, Jared mean... Allen. They traded Karis LeVert for Oladipo, and then they flipped Oladipo for Bradley, Olynyk, and a pick. So, all right. So, 
Okay, so the Lavera one is bad, but they had no choice for James Harden. They had no choice for Oladipo. Wait, which was bad? Uh, Levert and no, Jared Allen. Yes, Levert and Jared Allen. They let go of Jared Allen for no reason. I guess because you have Christian Wood, but they didn't get much back in return for that. I mean, it's also... Wait. What is it? Actually, no, not I think about it. I don't think Jared Allen actually went directly to Houston. I think it was that part of the trade was that they got him anyway. So they got rid of Levert, who... Levert was a good player, dude. I have no idea why they traded for for Oladipo. Well, honest. honestly, let's let's be real. I'm happy that Levert got tr- got traded away from Brooklyn because that's how they found the uh, was it the kidney thing. Oh, of course, yeah. But he didn't have to get traded from Houston. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, I, I don't know, man. Maybe Houston didn't want to pay. May- honestly, I, it might just be they don't see the trajectory to win, bro. Because what's what foundation do they have? James fucking Harden. <laughs> James Harden was the Levert trade though. They don't have uh, James Harden. So this is what I'm saying though. Like it's it's the 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 magnitude of a play like a player like James Harden, right? A franchise mm-hmm. player in every sense, right? Yes. Sell out arenas. Scoring title if he feels like it, assist title if he feels like it, steals title if he feels like it. <laughs> you you send him away for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and picks. Well, if don't they have a decent number of picks? Not Does OKC levels. Does it matter? They're rebuilding. James Harden is more valuable than Paul George was. All right. Well, the the problem is... They could have gotten Ben Simmons. (laughs) The problem is the Houston got fleeced because uh, James Harden uh, demanded uh, the Westbrook trade. They could have... So they already had to give up Ben Simmons. And they turned it down. Because I don't think they had, they were in a position to be able to build up a huge team. Mind you, they were one of the teams that had that was over the salary cap for like the past like four or five years. Like that's a lot of salary to hold. You're getting for rid not of, much. Like, you're getting rid of like over forty million in James. And then you you add that forty million back with the Simmons. I don't think Simmons is making that much yet. Okay, thirty million with Simmons. You're still yeah. way over the cap. At least at that point, they were, were way they? over the cap. Would they be over the cap? Simmons is making right now $30.5 million this year. So you do that, and right then you, you just trade away a couple other guys. It's not that deep. So, also, you're competing in the West? You know how many assets you need to put around Simmons to, to compete against the West? It's still a rebuild, but it. Simmons is locked up long-term. So you have the player until to he, build until around. Until he demands he wants to leave. No, you have the guy to build around, dude. You, it, it's, a, it's a lot easier. I'm not saying you just draft people, but I'm saying over time, you, 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 you surround him with shooters, and then you have a solid if I'm team. a team that's just been burned by a superstar, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not picking up another superstar with the promise that we'll get good eventually. It's not with the promise that you'll get good eventually. You try, you try and flip it as fast as possible. Within two years, you're competitive. Boom. I don't know. So Simmons won't but, wait that long. <laughs> like, okay, but honestly, take if I'm two years with Ben Simmons or two years with Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk, <laughs> obviously Simmons. But it's just like, as a also, bro, I don't Bleacher Report yeah. gave a, Bleacher Report gave a rating. They gave the Rockets an F plus. <laughs> For this trade. <laughs> no, this is a bad trade. Like, let's be real. It is a bad trade. Like, I'm not I'm not getting pissed. But if we're talking about the James Harden for Simmons one, like I don't, I don't know. know if I'm in Houston's place, I don't know if I take that. For the for the Oladipo one, yes, they had no leverage, they had nothing. This is an objectively bad trade, just on the face of it. This Miami team is really good. Really, yeah, really good. 
really well built. Like a starting five of like Drogic, Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, Bam. And if they actually succeed with the buyout, LaMarcus Aldridge, that's fucking lethal. Their floor spacing so is very questionable. But... I'm so happy Sid is not right here right now. No, it's it's insane. <laughs> Their floor spacing would be really weak, I'd say. Or, like, average at best. Because Jimmy's shooting, like, 21% on the season from three. But... Jimmy's never been a good three-point shooter. Jimmy had, like, two years where he shot, like, 38% and just fell off right back. How many years has he played? <laughs> like, No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But, he like, he got to the point where... Else. How do you he have, like, a, a two- to three-year stretch where you're, like, an above-average shooter and then shoot 20% from three? Like, later on in your career. Why is Russell Westbrook have so many, like, uh... Uh, buzzer buzzer beater threes and be like the worst three-point shooter on earth i don't know can we talk about russell westbrook i just want to say this really quickly bro today he played he went three for 15 but the man had like 13 points 18 rebounds and like 10 assists or something Let, let me double check this 13 points 18 rebounds and nine assists and he shot three for 15 he had four blocks and eight turnovers. <laughs> he does, bro. That is such a that's just a wild stat line, like all the way around. Watch, I'm distracted. just not having a good day today. Got a little distracted, but that's just fucking funny. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Next trade, uh, Lou Will to Atlanta. So Atlanta receives Lou Williams, a twenty twenty three, a twenty twenty three second round pick. A 2027 second round pick, cash, and uh, Clippers get Rajon Rondo. Bro, I didn't know the Clippers so... had more picks to give. <laughs> well, these are second round picks, not first round picks. I guess. One of them has to be in fucking 2027. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So it was like, if Rajon Rondo is actually like a uh, plays it. They need him for the playoffs. So if he's like a playoff yeah, Rondo, Rondo, then easy win for for the for the Hawks. If I he's want, not, I want you to sit here and and imagine this real quick, right? So first, we got to talk about the fact that Rondo in '08 won a chip with the Celtics, and then went and in 2020 won a chip with the Lakers. That in mm-hmm. itself is wild. Just the rivalry, right? Yeah. Then we have to Things address the Clippers now. I want you to imagine the Clippers make it to the finals. They win it all. That would mean that Rondo has won a championship on both LA teams back to back. Honestly, not saying, no not saying it happened, but it's a potential. no. I, I, here's the thing, though: there is no beef with the Clippers because for most of human history. The Clippers have been a relevant franchise. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying the Celtics have beef with the Clippers, but I'm just saying but that's like, just two wild things. No, no. It's like the biggest beef is uh, L.A. Boston, mm-hmm. then like L.A. Clippers, and he's just one with everyone. Like, good for him, I guess. You're right. Uh, yeah. He has more rings than Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, D. Rose. Why do you have to go there? Why do you have to go there? <laughs> What is it? I said, I said, Carmelo Anthony is the only one of like the, he's the 11th highest score in the NBA or something now. Yeah. And it's the, like, the... he's the only, only one in that group who have never won an MVP or a championship. And he scored like over 35,000 points or something like that. Or no, 30,000 yeah. points, some ridiculous number. And he's the only person who've never had either. That's crazy. But yeah, I think Lou, Lou's a solid pickup, I guess, for the, I mean, Rondo wasn't doing much for the Hawks necessarily. And well, he's been hurt. Lose, okay, and then they get more picks because they're still like a young team. They're still in a rebuild, even though like they're they're they've been playing well recently, especially since like Nate McMillan's been there. So I, I'm not upset with this at all. And then if the Clippers do get that needed playmaking and like he ends up being playoff Rondo, this could be like a kind of win win situation to be honest. 
but Rondo has also like been injured a lot this season and everything. So this, we'll see. Like unless unless you get playoff Rondo, this was a useless trade. Yeah. True. True. All right. This next. Is this even? Nah. Okay. Nah, oh, oh, this is this has Boston in it. This so you is want a freaking trade. Uh, uh, quickly. Uh, okay. Boston gets Luke Cornett. I didn't even know we had him. Uh, Mo Wagner. Uh, Chicago Bulls receive uh, Troy Brown Jr., Javante Green. Hey, that's our, that's our second year. And Daniel Tice Cash. Hey, <sighs> Daniel Tice. We were talking about her, him earlier. Uh, Washington <laughs> receives Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hudson. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think any That's of these trades. Really Are these trades really like game breaking? I mean, Tice was nice during the playoffs, but like, I don't want to pay him. Was he? The playoffs against? Uh, uh, he was like the one. The one player I didn't get mad at the playoffs last year. He was the one player. You and Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart was was like your no 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 let let me let let me be clear. Players have certain Celtics players have done really well in certain games, mm-hmm. and they have either met or exceeded my expectations. Right. But Daniel Tice and like Jalen Brown are the only two players who have not disappointed me. Like they were the more consistent uh, players in the last playoffs. I guess Jalen Brown was super streaky, especially three, though. It's especially playing to their level. Like, I'm not expecting Daniel Tice to put up, like, 10 points. Okay. So, he, he didn't piss me off, but, like, yeah, I don't I, I don't care. These trades are kind of, like, uh, I just kind of want to see them because they're, yeah, I don't know how, how big of a deal. He receives Nemanja Jel- Jalika. I don't know how to say that. Nemanja Bilesa. Okay. Cool. I, I'm not. I'm not for Mo Harkless and Chris Silva, who have not even really been getting play time. Uh, cool. So as far Mo as I can Harkless tell, they is not. So Mo Harkless is not a perfect replacement for uh, what's his what's his name? Beliza. Uh, Joe Jay Crowder. Oh, Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, because that's what who Mo Harkless was supposed to to replace. I think this this is this is a solid pickup for for uh Miami for sure. Like it adds a lot of good shooting, which actually now that I think about it, yeah, I was complaining about their spacing. Like he would actually alleviate some of that. And then the Kings, I mean they've needed some defense, so I think that, that like that this works out kinda it's it's a team it's a trade that works for both teams, if we're being honest. Not I like mean, yeah. not like game not game breaking, but definitely not, not, something not game that game changing, but like yeah, both teams wise. benefits. So, yeah. All right, All right, this next so one's this big. Th- oh, it's damn, pretty- another free team trade. So yeah. New York Knicks received Terrence Ferguson, Vincent mm-hmm. Poirier, uh twenty twenty one second round uh pick from Philly. Mm-hmm. OKC receives Tony Bradley, Austin Rivers. 2025 second round pick Philly. Why do you sound so excited for Austin Rivers? Because <laughs> he's not that bad. Austin Rivers Philly has Rivers. not been played in, in New York much. <laughs> Whatever. No one plays on Tim Thibodeau's team unless you're in like the starting, uh, the top eight players. Uh, and uh, Philly receives Aeneas uh, Brazdakis. And George Hill. Why am I right. saying all the names? Because <laughs> you're the one that starts that starts that starts it out. Um so George Hill is clearly like the big piece in this trade. Uh I think Philly having that like secondary guard, another prime another ball handler for like their second unit is great because that's kind of been a thing that they've been struggling with. They were going after guards heavy. There was a lot of talk about them trying to get Kyle Lowry. Spoiler alert, we kept him. For the rest of the season, and I think this is like a a big deal for Philly, and then for both the other teams, I think it's just, I mean, OKC got their picks. That's what really fucking matters to them. They don't care who they get as long as they get their picks. Tony Bradley's been 
pretty solid, I think, if I remember correctly. But honestly, I've been not paying as much attention to basketball this season, sadly. And Rivers has been like that consistent, decent role player. Yeah, he's have. a role player. He does stuff. And yeah. also, his name is Austin Rivers. He's related to, to Doc Rivers. And you know... I kind of, I kind of have a, uh, I kind of like to look, uh, to look out for the guy. Oh, I, I thought I was like, bro, he's not going to Philly. <laughs> Just, I was like, oh, right, because yeah, no, I, I saw his, I, I saw the like the, the notes on that is like a buyout question mark. Yeah, so I mean, they're solid role player. They're solid. Like, I'm, not, I'm not upset with any of these trades. Yeah. All right. Ooh, next I, one. I love how the Bleacher Report gave the Sixers an A. He's like, Hill's not Kyle Lowry. He's still good and cheaper. A lot cheaper. Yeah, because Kyle Lowry made $30 million this year. <laughs> yep. they, paid, they paid him big time. All right, here we go. My Ooh, team. this one's actually pretty big. It is, bro. Norman Powell to the Portland Trailblazers for Rodney Hood and Gary Trent Jr. Why did why did you take the only names the only trades where I could have easily said the names? It's my team, bro. <laughs> it's my team. <laughs> so Norm is having a career season, like incredible gameplay from him as someone who watches like when I do get to catch games because I've been super fucking busy. Although my schedule's like actually easing up now, so I can actually uh, watch more basketball. So that should be good. But Norm has been averaging like 20 points per game he's shooting like 43 percent from three which is career high and over the span of oh like with people who've taken at least like 200 three-point attempts he's third in in efficiency right now behind uh joe harris and jingles i guess oh yeah I, 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 i saw that yeah Norm has been a monster, dude, and he's really fucking athletic, like, drive the lane, dunk the ball. He's, a lot of people were saying they wanted him to be our closer now. We don't have him anymore, but I think he fits really well with He's actually scored the most points. He scored the most points in your team this season. What do you mean? Like, if you look at this total uh, points scored. Oh, total points scored through this season? Yeah, that, he's, he's number one. You know what's funny? Because he had a really slow start. I fucking drafted him in fantasy, and I let him go because I thought nobody was going to pick him up like that. Because I'm like, nobody's really... No offense to you guys, but I'm like, this, this is... this Most of the people here are casual fans in, 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 this, in this league. So I'm like, Norm isn't going to stand out. Like, he'd need, like, four good games. And then someone took up Norm, and it's one of the guys who literally never updates his team. Like, doesn't change Yo, his roster. Dude, there editor. are 14 people in our fucking league. Mm-hmm. So many players get picked up. I, I'm, I, like, it's, I don't know. But, I'm getting my ass kicked this week. So I was just like, I'm just annoyed. Be- because he was playing bad, I thought nobody was going to take him. And they did. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. And then Norm has been having a career year. Dude has been balling the fuck out. And I think he fits really well on Portland, if I'm being honest. Like, Dame, CJ, I don't know if he's coming off the bench because he performs much better as a starter. Like, his bench time, he wasn't really getting much done. But, at least originally. But he's always been better as a starter, and he could play the three, even though he's more of, like, a two. He could do the three. So I could see that working out really well for them. Gary Trent, I'm really happy about him on a return because I wasn't sure how much we'd get for him because he's coming up on a contract year. And Norm is going to be expensive. Trent should be a little cheaper. He's pretty solid. It's like three and D. And I think he's 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 younger. Like he has more room to grow. He matches up with that timeline of like us having young players. Even though Norm kind of did too, but like he was getting a, a bit more expensive. But we've locked up like Van Vliet, OG, and Pascal. We're going to build around the three of them. So I like also, the idea. Also, just age wise, uh. uh... Norm is 28. Trent is 22. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you guys got a little bit younger. Exactly. Rodney Hood is kind of a non-factor. 
like brings, i feel like again veteran experience he brings guy. he brings salary matching <laughs> <laughs> what veteran experience do we need i i don't know he was with lebron like you don't get more like experience through the finals etc than with lebron our team is full of champions. We just want a chip. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam. Two years ago, isn't just winning a chip. Yo, it seems people forget that like Golden State had K- KD, Steph, and Clay Thompson on the same team. Right. We won the chip. We won a chip recently. We're good. We're good. We got we got championship experience. We got, we got, we had our vets. Rodney Hood will probably be dropped or, or like sitting at the bottom of the roster. Uh, I'm hoping we can get a center in the buyout. I'm hoping we can, or a center that was bought out or like just pick up a free agent center or something. Boogie's still on the market. I don't know why they don't go after him or something like that. Maybe. I'm surprised LA didn't go for him. Yeah, exactly. Well, Well, I mean, they just had Boogie and then they cut him right before they won a chip. Yeah, but apparently like it was a like a, a, it was like a, amicable because mm-hmm. he was hurt. Yeah, yeah, he was he was hurt, but I think um, I think this move works out for us, and we cleared some roster space too because we traded Terrence Davis for a second round pick and Matt Thomas for a second round pick, and I'm mad we got rid yes. of Matt Thomas. So here's the here's the next trade. Uh, Sacramento receives uh, Terrence Davis. Toronto receives a second round pick for 2021 via Memphis. Oh, was that the next one? Oh, wow. Hey, yeah, because we did the Orlando ones. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, so, I was proactive. I'm glad we're <laughs> stockpiling on picks. <laughs> it's a second round pick. The I don't care. The Draymond Greens of the world, the uh, Isaiah Thomas of the world, they're not like that common. Toronto's In fact, drafting and and development team is great great okay sure i'll I'll take your word for it mm-hmm. uh anything to say about Beverly this went undrafted that's true you're pascal right. was like almost pascal was the very end of the first round we have I, to, we had to you make a strong point yeah uh terrence davis could probably do a lot for the kings maybe uh it's it's an interesting kind of like middle ground like he he was uh all rookie third team i think or not third team they don't have a third team all rookie he was he was one of on the all rookie team i think first or second and he hasn't been great this year but it was also kind of shaky i expected us to move him anyway because he had the domestic abuse case although i think he beat the case so like I don't know. As long as as long as he doesn't mess up Tyrese Halliburton in some minutes, I don't care. Yeah, he's not taking him from Halliburton's minutes. Definitely not. <laughs> no, because uh, he's on my fantasy team, and I need him to perform. Right. <laughs> Especially because I'm already against losing against Sid. Like, <laughs> Sid's been on some winning streaks though. But yeah, um, TD. TD was. He looked like he was going to end up doing a lot and then did not. He has a lot of potential, though. So the Kings the Kings could really end up seeing this through and, like, winning this trade for sure. All right. We want to go to the next one? Yeah, sure. We'll just address it. Uh, Wanamaker to the Hornets. Wanamaker for cash for the Warriors. Deadass. Deadass. Cool. They just, just money. <laughs> <laughs> he was that... <laughs> He he was that like not valuable to the horn to the Warriors that no, they just sent. No, him when he was it. sitting on the Celtics, I like he would show up on Celtics games, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck is he?" And I didn't even know he signed with the Warriors. Yeah, he's not like good. I I I didn't see him on the roster list, but I was just like, I didn't think about it, and then I was not... like, "Oh, he was on the Warriors, cool." Yeah, because he hasn't done shit for them. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't done shit for any team he's been on. Um. But I guess the Hornets needed a point guard since Lamelo's out, so and they had some cash to burn, I guess. Good for them, <laughs> right? 
Another Warriors trade. Uh, Marquise Chris for rights to Katie Lolan. Lolaine? Yeah, Lolaine. Um, okay. I, 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 I don't know anything about this. So, next one. Yeah, I mean, Marquise Chris, uh-huh. like younger center for the, for the Spurs because I mean they are letting go of Aldridge and everything and they have Pirtle who no but he has a, he has a left agent. ankle and he has a left ankle injury so he's not expected to play this season oh shit right okay yeah now we'll move on <laughs> oh yeah. here we go uh Matt Thomas to the Jazz and Toronto Raptors receive a second round pick via Golden State all right first I want to yeah. ask you do you know who Matt Thomas is no. Okay. Second, I want to tell you the Jazz <laughs> the Jazz won this trade, bro. Matt Thomas shot like 48% from three last season. <laughs> and he was showing so much improvement. Like I as as a Raptors fan, I watched him like have flashes of like just looking amazing. And I just watched Nick Nurse. Means... I just watched Whoa, Nick Nurse that... not play him. Whoa, wait, you say flashes of amazing. That means the rest of the time he was shit. Or no. not playing. No, yeah, so not playing. Side. Yeah. Oh, okay. So his biggest issue was defense. But I don't know if I'm just like, I don't have the eye for basketball like that. But I'm pretty sure I saw his defense going up. Like, he was looked much better in the playoffs. He had a couple games where, like... Y- I think he had some minutes against you guys. Not a lot, but, like, he had some minutes against you guys where, like, it really changed up the pace of the game and, like, really helped us out. I don't know why. I don't know. Jazz have enough shooting, though, to be honest. So they probably don't need him. But I don't know why we just let him go for nothing. And he was cheap, bro. It was $1.8 million contract for another season. He was... Bro, he can shoot the lights out. I promise you that. I don't know why, but whatever. I this trade actually confuses me because um, I didn't know second round picks could be protected. But huh? <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, so the Cavs receive Isaiah Hartenstein and go. a 2023 second round pick protected through numbers 31 for 46 mm-hmm. and a 2027 second round pick unprotected because that matters and uh, Denver <laughs> Nuggets receive JaVale McGee yeah like I I, I don't good for either team I this guess. trade was great for the Cavs JaVale was barely seeing the floor especially like since they got Jared Allen Actually, mm, oh, they're getting rid of Drummond. It doesn't matter. They're going young, and they're not like at a point where they need to be in playoff contention or whatever. Uh, but it's like Javale McGee's not turning really your team around. Like it, because it, he's one of those few people. It's like as a bench guy, he's fun. He doesn't add like veteran. I don't think he adds to that veteran like experience, like finals experience type of vibe. But he's won I could three be championships. Wrong. Has he been a contributor to either of those three championships? Like, was a he a significant... starter for the, for the Golden Warriors for the for the for the Warriors team? So, when have the Warriors depended on their center other than to injure other players? I'm not saying they depended on him, but he's at least <laughs> been around it. He at least knows knows the the, the works. But yeah, no, it's not that deep. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> Javale was on like a one year minimum contract. I'm pretty sure, and. Yeah, the, the Cavs got some picks off that. I'll I'll take that. That's a, that's that's a good play. And so I don't know. Yeah, no, honestly, it it might be it might be a move in the margins, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Like, yeah. good for them. Uh, okay, another trade. So Detroit Pistons received Corey Joseph, a twenty twenty one second round pick via L A. Uh, the Lakers and a 2024 second round pick for uh, Delon Wright. Delon Wright. Delon Wright. Okay, Delon. Wow, I said two options. They were both wrong. Um, <laughs> cool. I think I think it just works out for Detroit because they're 
trying to get younger and like just keep moving. So as far as yeah, dropping off the line, wait, how old is Corey Joseph? Uh, Corey Joseph is twenty nine. Never mind. Fuck that. I was I <laughs> I I must have had someone else in my mind, bro. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Also, Dallin Wright is, is turning twenty nine in April. Yeah, they're getting a pick. They're so getting a pick. this is just this is just it's a it's a move for picks, I guess. If you think you can develop those uh, second round talents like overseas or in the G League, like go for it. But it's not meaningful. Yeah, honestly, a lot of these trades are like getting to the point of being irrelevant. We probably have like one more good one, and then we'll cut it off after that. But we addressed I mean, this a little bit in the last one, but we never talked about like. I realized we just completely like skimmed over. It and like didn't necessarily talk about like the effects of it, so we got to talk about PJ Tucker to Milwaukee like in depth. All right, so this trade, uh, Houston received DJ Augustine, DJ Wilson. They love their DJs. Yep. Uh, the right to swap their 2021 second round pick with Milwaukee's 2021 first round pick. You could do that too. Cool. Huh. <laughs> like. You're reading it, right? Yeah, yeah. So they they have an option. If they want to, they can swap their second round pick for a first. Why wouldn't you want to? <laughs> like that sounds. <laughs> the only reason I it's like it could not be meaningful is because Milwaukee is a good team, and like they're they'll but probably it's a be second round as opposed round. to the first round. Why would it matter? No, no. It's they get their first round pick. Yeah, they, uh, that's what I'm saying. So it, it wouldn't matter that Milwaukee's better because either way, it's a higher pick. Yeah, either way. And a... I guess, I don't know. Dude, and a 2023 first-round pick unprotected. Like, sure, the the Milwaukee will be good in 2023, so it's not like you're getting a lottery pick out of it, but... Damn! And uh, Milwaukee receives Rodian Kuruks. Yep. PJ Tucker, the highlight. A 22, 2022 first round pick, their own. Oh, they got their own pick back. And, <laughs> and a $110,000 cash by oh, Phoenix. I didn't see the and bottom. Phoenix I was like, where's received... Phoenix come from? And Phoenix gets Tory Craig. Tory Craig. Yeah. Uh, this honestly seems like a great deal for the Rockets because they get basically two. First round picks. Yeah. And DJ Augustine's not a bad backup point guard. Like, he's barely touched the floor in Milwaukee. I was watching a Rockets game the other day. Like, that man was zipping. I, I forgot, like, DJ Augustine can move that quick. I thought it was John Wall at first because how quick he was moving. But, um, not a bad pick for the, not a bad trade for the Rockets. Definitely. PJ Tucker was unhappy with his contract, he was bound to go. Also, he's uh, probably unhappy about his uh, position. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, especially since they got rid of Boogie again, because like they finally had a, a a proper center. Boogie was playing well, and they got rid of him for nothing, for no reason. Uh the Bucks getting PJ Tucker. Honestly, I'm happy with that. Like, really good shooter, really good defender, and Brook Lopez hasn't been as great this year, so I think. It adds it adds some serious um strength to their roster because PJ Tucker's always been that gritty guy to like do all the dirty work and hit the hit those corner threes for you. And as far as the yeah. Suns, bro, they got a player for fucking money, just cash. A hundred and ten k. That's not even minimum uh, minimum sal- uh contract for uh, the NBA, which I think is like one million one point one million right now. Yeah, for Tory Craig, who's a great wing defender, so. Definitely, like, W for the Suns. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Ariza to... Oh, this is the Myers Leonard one. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Heat received Trevor Ariza. Uh, OKC receives Myers Leonard and a 2027 second-round pick. Honestly, I kind of... At the same time that I want to say the Heat got fleeced, it really doesn't matter. And they didn't get fleeced. It's a second-round pick in Myers Leonard. The Heat won. <laughs> no, no, but it's like... It it could have just been a Trevor Ariza to Myers Leonard, but it's like, it's just not a good trade. Period. 
what's not a good trade for for Miami or for for uh, OKC? Either way, because Myers Leonard is hurt, so OKC doesn't really get anything. It's that it's that second round pick, right. and is Trevor Ariza worth? No, 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 not just that. Because Myers Leonard could have came back. OKC told him, "Don't even bother coming." They're like, "Don't report to us. Just just stay where you're at." Um. <laughs> I think the Heat did a good job in fixing their fucking mistake of deciding to pay Myers Leonard on a long-term contract, like a lot of money, because Myers Leonard is not worth what they gave him. So, not upset with this move, specifically because they're correcting one of their mistakes. <laughs> also, it's because, like, OKC has cap space. Myers Leonard is a, is anti semite. It's whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I think we'll call it there, right? Yeah, I don't care about me. Uh, uh, never mind. I'm not trying. Oh. I just saw that name. Right. So, uh, other notable things, just real quick. Lonzo stayed. Lowry stayed. Uh, is there anyone else who was big on trade talks that no. stayed? Uh. Marcus Marsh state. No, actually, there's one big topic I realized we didn't talk about. What? Injuries. Injuries. Lamelo Ball. Oh yes, yes, yes. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we, we record these weekly, so like when something happens and it's like nearly a week ago, like I completely forget that we didn't cover it in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, so. The Lamelo Ball one, that one is just tragic because, like, he was, unless uh, Anthony Edward does something insane, he was deserving of rookie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so hands down, that one is just sad, and like, it's a wrist injury. He'll be fine, and you know, honestly, I can't wait to see his growth because, like. To be fair, Lonzo's also been balling, but it's like Lamelo and and Lonzo have been like they they they've been like proving the uh, what's your dad's name, Lavar Ball, Levar. right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Levar didn't, didn't Lavar say that that Lonzo was going to bring the Lakers a championship in his rookie year? Lavar <laughs> says a lot. They've been making him proud though. Good 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 players yeah, in the NBA. The, the the two of them have done 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 their dad right. Dude, uh, catch up. Lamelo, like from when from the point he got injured, was number one in every statistical category except for points. He fell to second, and in blocks, yeah, but steals, assists, rebounds, bro, he was killing it. No, dude was amazing. Honestly, him and Gordon Hayward are the reason we're talking about Charlotte Hornet like going to the playoffs. DJ Washington. True. But it was the same. It's like without Lamelo, like you he's as a rookie, it is hard to, it is there is it's rare to say rookies who do that well. Yeah. Like sure you some people and have a winning impact on LeBron and Doncic's like I Zion only played twenty games. LeBron was a while ago. Doncic, yeah, you, you you got that right. But like Lamelo was just like he was doing great. Yeah, good stats and they became winners, so Honestly, that sucks. And we should also address that, like, at the same time, the NBA doesn't have, like, LeBron, KD, and Steph, who all have, like, the biggest followings in the league. Embiid's also out, too. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, out. yeah so we, we, you're missing, like, the three biggest superstars in the league. And that's not a good look for uh, Wait, what's, what's, Steph, what's Steph's uh, injury? I forgot exactly what it was. I can look that up though. Alright. Uh while you look it up, it's like so LeBron's injury. Oh, that did not look good. Tailbone contusion. I'm glad that's tail okay. So that shouldn't be too bad. He should be back in like one or two weeks, right? He's gonna get an MRI in another week, I think. Okay. Uh but it's like LeBron's injury looked bad. And I'm happy that it's only a high ankle sprain. But Katie's original injury was a high ankle sprain, so I just want to be careful about that. Mm -hmm. I was really worried 
uh, when I heard LeBron got injured. And I'm not going to lie. This might sound a little bad, but like when I heard it was a contact injury, I was a little relieved. Like when I, when, when I saw it was a contact injury, I mean, because if it was oh, no, not contact, that would have been, I would have been really worried about what could have happened. Yeah, no, because that's an ACL tear. That's a, like, that's a... Uh, Achilles. Like Achilles like, tendon. Yeah, like, like, so, like, so, some tendon or, like, maybe, like, re-injuring his groin or something because that had him miss the playoffs two years ago. So... Yeah, no. it's uh, the, It could have been much worse. The contact injury is just, like, I forgot which player hit him. It's, like... But it's, like, it looked bad and... Like, I'm happy that it was not that serious. Now, this is where the Lakers got to play, uh, got to play poker. It's do they have enough talent on hand to compete in the West and not fall down? They might, or are they gonna, or are they gonna force one of their star players to come back early from injury? Let's be honest here. Does it fucking matter if the Lakers are the six seed? Are they any less likely to win a championship? Are we even going to have fans in the stands? Or will it be like another bubble fans? situation? No, fans are allowed now. Okay, because I'm, uh, I'm not sure. It's not, how that the, many, it's not that many fans. I wasn't uh, sure like, if the playoffs were going to be like different. No, I don't, I don't think so. Mm. I don't it's think it'll be as big fans. of a difference maker. Uh... I believe that LeBron has the ability to play anywhere. Right. I believe AD has the ability to play anywhere. But home court advantage does has it does has have its advantages and I don't know. It's also cuz the West is really tight. Yeah, that's that's true. So it's it's more like uh also it's like if you're if you can get a middle seed like the 4 for 5th seed then I guess it doesn't matter. Well, they're at the but four right get... now. They're on a four-game losing streak right now. So, but it's like an eighth seed. Do you really want to go up against the Jazz first round? Do you really want to go up against like uh the Clippers? Do you want to go up against yeah. the Nuggets? Like, do you want to do that? The Nuggets. The Nuggets are the fifth right now. Uh, dude, I I don't. Yeah, Again, but th- that's that's exactly the West is tight. So you could throw out any <laughs> name, and you could see them being placing anywhere between like two and eight. Because you don't really know. Um, I think... Dude, when is AD coming back? He was supposed to be back by like the All-Star break, like right after. I saw that he's out for another week or two. I don't know. All these injuries so... are crazy because they, they take forever. Like between him, KD, like it, it always ends up taking longer than they expected. So I guess we'll, we'll see down the line how that works out. But yeah, anything else you wanted to add? About an hour. You got hurt. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah, I it's think we're 2 a.m. We're good. Or we have for it. And if we didn't, we'll talk about it next week. So we'll catch you guys later. All right. Peace out. Bye.